listening to Transformative Coaching. This is Nina Madhok. Welcome to today's episode. Today's podcast is about the importance of surrounding yourselves with people who energize you. I was in a conversation several years ago with a friend and I asked him how he chooses the people that are surrounding him. And he said, it's very simple. I only ask myself one question. Do these people energize me or do they drain me? It's one of those conversations that took place so many years ago, but it sticks with you. The simplicity in his approach really resonated with me. And ever since I've used the same analysis. When deciding whether to spend time with someone, just ask, do they energize me or do they drain me? Is there something fulfilling I have in this relationship or is it just feeling like a chore? So I'd like you to consider today all of the people that you surround yourself with. Not the, you know, odd person that you might see once every few years, but the people you really spend time with, the people you see day in, day out, week in, week out. Make a mental list of them as we're going through this podcast. Try to identify who those people are that take up your time. Now, we're social beings. Other people around us affect our energy levels. You might have people in your life who do energize you, irrespective of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. And then there'll be those other people, you know the ones that I'm talking about, that just seem to drain you. You walk away from every discussion with them or every meeting just feeling a little exhausted or frustrated. The difficulty is it's not always easy to just stop seeing those people. Perhaps they're a close relative, someone who you do want to keep in your life. Or maybe they're a colleague that you can't avoid seeing because they work in the same team as you. So the question is, what do you do about the people around you who drain you? So the first step is to make a list of all of the people that you spend time with on a regular basis. It doesn't matter what relationship they have with you or in what capacity you know them. They might be a friend or a family member, they might be your parents, they might be a boss or a colleague at work. Start by making that list, so you've got this inventory of all of the people in your life. Now, add two columns to that page. The first one is, does this person energize me? Yes or no? Go through the list, take some time to think and feel, feel about the last few encounters that you had with them and consider whether they energized you or drained you. Whatever the reason, we're not apportioning blame, we're not saying it's their fault, or there's an incompatibility issue, or it's something to do with an argument you had. Just think about the general trend in your relationship. On balance, do you feel like this person energizes you or drains you? And in that second column, put a tick next to them if they energize you. In the third column, consider whether there's an action you'd like to take with the people who don't energize you, the ones that drain you. So there's really two ports of call for these people. Either it's time to say, you know what, it's been nice knowing this person, but on balance my life is better off without them. So stopping and saying, actually, there's a few people, maybe, that are toxic enough that I need to just cut them out of my life. Or perhaps they're not toxic, they just drain you a little bit. So you need to think about whether or not you want to keep up as regular contact with them. Maybe decide to cut down your contact. So in that third column, make a list of 
Know the actions that you'd like to take with each of these people who drain you. So one possible action is to cut them out of your life completely. The second possible action is to say, okay, I'm going to cut down the amount of contact I have with them. And the third is to say, are there particular circumstances and situations in which actually we have a positive relationship, but other situations in which it's not so good? So do I need to restrict my contact to them to certain scenarios? So an example could be, perhaps you've tried collaborating on certain projects with a friend. And actually as a friend you get on extremely well, but when it comes to working together, somehow you end up frustrated and exhausted. In that situation, consider whether you'd like to maintain the friendship, but just stop working together. The final thing is to ask yourself if something needs to be addressed directly in the relationship. Is there something you need to communicate to that person for it to become more positive? A classic example that I see coming up with my clients time and time again is setting boundaries. So perhaps you've got, say, a parent, very common, you've got a parent who's quite invasive. They continually want to know what's going on with you in your life. They continue want to advise you or tell you what course of action you need to take. And somehow every time you see them, it's very draining. You constantly have to fight your ground and tell them, you know, you know what you're doing in your life and they shouldn't interfere. But aside from these moments of advice and invasion, actually the underlying relationship has the potential to be very positive. So in that particular situation, you set a boundary with them. It's to pause for a moment and feel what's not okay for you. And then set a clear boundary with the other person to say, look, It's not okay for me when you seek to advise me in my life without me soliciting your advice. It's not okay for me when you tell me what to do or how to think or how to feel. And by setting parameters around the relationship or changing the nature of the conversation, you can turn something that's a draining relationship into something potentially quite positive. So just take in a moment from time to time to do this little checklist on the relationships that you have around you can mean that it's almost like a spring clean. I know that can sound quite clinical, we're spring cleaning our relationships, our friends and family, but actually the truth is we're so easily affected by the people around us that it's not enough to just give ourselves a kind of psychological well-being work through, but then leave ourselves in a negative environment. We need to really be positioning ourselves in positive environments. In those rare situations where there's nothing you can do about the relationship to change it and you can't leave the person, consider if there's anything you can do to protect yourself from the negative energy. And if there's anything you can do to take what happens in your relationship and turn it from being a negative to a positive, maybe it's the way you see things that happen in the relationship. Maybe it's the way in which you take in information. Maybe it's something in your behavior that's soliciting a response in the other person. So in those few situations where you can't leave the person or set in place boundaries, look at whether there's something else you can do. But the underlying theme is the same. We're better, happier, more fulfilled when we're surrounded by people who energize us. We're happier, more fulfilled and more positive when we surround ourselves by people who energize us 
and we seek to create a positive environment around us.